Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Welcome to Hey, Bitch Podcast, where we talk about self-love, acceptance, how to function as an adult. And we'll be bringing you into our lives by sharing our experiences and all the topics we care about. But don't forget, it's okay, it's okay to, to be, be a mess. mess. Bueno, 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 ¿cómo están? Bueno. ¿Cómo están, comadres? Ay, ¿cómo está, comadre? <ríe> cuéntame, eh. cuéntame el chisme. Ay, pues no, ¿cómo ves, comadre? Aquí en la casa, aquí, aquí en la casa nadie me pincha ayuda. <ríe> que no puedes creer, comadre, que la, que la vecina me dijo. <ríe> Mentirosa. <ríe> Mentirosa, 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 dale, dale huevo, dale, that was what he says, right? Yeah, I think so, dale huevo, hi babe, hi, hi, welcome, part two with Lucas begins now, start, okay, go, okay, Lucas, um, so I have a couple of questions, we have a lie detector, <laughs> lying detector what is it a lie detector a lie, test a lie detector test on you you can't feel it but it's on you okay <laughs> oh i never agreed to this <laughs> i gave consent i gave consent on your behalf <laughs> you see that's that's the issue with being married someone else can give consent for you for things like you. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There, there's the catch <laughs> Damn, hi, imagine. Babe. hi babe hi baby <laughs> hi hiro Hi. Hi, bitch. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. You know, there you hey, go. Hey, bitch. Every time we say that, I think of that meme. You know, I don't know if you've seen it, but like, it's like, a, it's Patrick with the nails and like oh, the big lips. All... Yeah. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, that like chip commercial back in like 2012 13 where it was like the cat and he was just dancing on the countertop <laughs> and remember that was like our favorite i gif. still love that one i still love it we would do you remember seeing Pussy that popping. commercial babe i do remember that commercial yeah that was a terrifying looking cat too oh my god it we loved was it. we literally sent it to each other like all day we would just send 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 like one after another just send the gif it was so funny one of my friends in and i call Polly was we told him like do you know how to pussy pop and he was like pussy pop he's like 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 the way you pop your knuckles <laughs> <laughs> i was like no pussy pop and i sent him that gif <laughs> oh my gosh you know who does know how to pussy pop Ooh. lucas <gasps> oh he be popping that pussy <laughs> everyone we just got into the rated rated mature part of the podcast so just in case there's little kids around earmuffs everyone earmuffs <laughs> earmuffs go yeah lucas be popping that pussy with girl he be popping it i have to watch that video again because i do not remember it anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're back for part two with lucas last week we talked about his like experience his upbringing coming to the united states from argentina and like being argentino and you know his transition and how he you know the difficulties that he's faced and the importance and success i guess in your guys's life of daca Ten years i like since. really enjoyed last week's episode when i was editing it i was like full smiles the whole time editing it sometimes i'm like oh fuck i don't want to be editing this shit it's so annoying <laughs> and when i edited this this one i was like happy it was really really good sometimes bitch editing these podcasts like someone got some brujería on us no for sure a hundred percent someone's doing something like mal de ojo or something so that we don't even want the energy like have the energy or like the focus to be editing i know that's right <laughs> i know that's right 
<laughs> so, but I had a lot of fun with last week's episode. This week, we're going to talk about relationships from a straight man's view because we don't really hang around with a lot of straight men, huh? No, we don't. <laughs> I don't. I try not to. I try not to. <laughs> the only... I make it a goal every single day. <laughs> you wake up. Three hours max. You get a three-hour max hanging <laughs> yeah. out with straight men, okay? And if and what if like someone's talking to you and it's a straight man and you like hit your three-hour max, you're like, you're done. Gotta you're go. done. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to like have someone come on a male perspective, heterosexual male, just relationships from their standpoint, from their view. Like, do we like them? Do we not like them? What are they? Are they good? Are they bad? <laughs> I feel like everyone has like different, very different like reactions to when people say, let's ask a heterosexual man about relationship. Like I I just saw so many videos on, on TikTok of some mm-hmm. girl asking like straight men, like what's the vulva? Like, oh, I like, saw that. She's a comedian, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like every, every like interview like that with men, people are kind of assuming like going into it, like, oh, this is going to be funny because men don't know shit. <laughs> okay babe what's the vulva <laughs> tell me what's the vulva that's a uh, outer lips of the vagina is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> bitch i'm all googling <laughs> you can't be asking those questions to an emt i've been through all my training oh uh, yeah uh, period i know all the medical stuff oh whatever okay someone said it was like a a curling iron or something. <laughs> I was like, that's a curling it's iron. A female tool, I think, for the hair. Yeah, it's okay. the outer part of the female genitals. Okay, you got a point. Point for Lucas. Stop. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> I have a, I have a little I clipboard. I wrote it down. L one. Hey, oh definitely, definitely write that down. I don't get many of those. I'm cross Ooh. that off right now. <laughs> <laughs> so this week that the, the week that this episode actually airs is our wedding anniversary. Lucas and I will be married for three years on August 23rd. Are you okay, babe? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I got a burp, but it's not coming up. Do you want me to burp you? Sometimes I burp him. I burp you. <laughs> Pop off, sis. It's I'm getting a weird one. It's a reverse burp. Have you ever had that? Like you try to burp and instead of coming up, it like sucks the air in. No, but oh, that's happened that is... to my vagina before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I can attest to that. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're getting serious now. We're, we're getting, getting serious down now. to the facts, <laughs> down to the facts, to the nitty gritty, to the details of both of y'all's sex life <laughs> so the 23rd is gonna be mine and lucas's third wedding anniversary how crazy i know right it is like insane to think that we've been married for three years sometimes i think like we've been together for five years and that is insane to me because yeah consistent five years mm-hmm. like we haven't broken up because <laughs> you know how some people are like yeah oh yeah we've oh, been I've... together for six years and they broke up like 17 times in between we've been together for um 13 years but three of three four of those don't count (laughs) yeah yeah guilty (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we've been together for five consistent years yeah it's crazy like we actually in 2023 in september of 2023 lucas and i will have known each other for 10 years shit right how do you you feel backtracking a little bit to the Uh on and off relationships i want to get you guys' opinion on that you're in a relationship say for two years you break 
breakup for about a year or so, you get back together. Do those first two years count into the time you've been together? Or do you start fresh? You I start fresh you, because... I say you start a, fresh, yeah. Yeah, right? Okay, so yeah. we're in agreement. Why do you start fresh, Arrow? Well, I think because people... I mean, as humans, we change so much and so fast. And a mm-hmm. year is like a long time, you know, yeah. to like change. So I think when you come back to it, it's like not completely different people, obviously, but... There's a difference. Yeah. I would say anything over like being broken up for like four to six months, you start fresh. Yeah. Because even like six months broken up, that's half done, a year. That's a I, lot. I done found a new city and done done all those men already. So <laughs> <laughs> I have a new pool of men that I fucked already. <laughs> new pool of men, new um test records, you know, like I done, the whole thing. I done dyed my hair four times in that amount of time. <laughs> so like um, we're different. We're different already. No, that's time difference definitely does it does make a difference though because from the first time we dated in home depot to four years later when we started talking again i was definitely not the same guy i used to be yeah i was a lot fatter (laughs) i always joke with lucas and say (laughs) (laughs) i always joke with him and say like you know when he was skinny because have i told this story on the podcast before like how lucas and i got together and i don't think in detail quick recap okay for anyone that doesn't know so lucas and i actually met in 2013 um i had just broken up with a boyfriend and we met like randomly well we worked at home depot together and he like would walk by or whatever so we finally talked and um, he would walk by or whatever (laughs) yeah he would walk by me and be like hey what's up and i'd be like hey mommy Hey, (laughs) so then we finally talked or whatever and we started dating and we only dated for like, I want to say three, maybe, maybe four months and we broke up. So then we still had to work together, but it was very awkward. And then we tried to be friends, but it just didn't work. And then um, he like cut all contact off with me, like all together. He left Home Depot. We didn't talk for years. And in 2017, so that was in 2013. So in 2017, uh, randomly, he adds me on Snapchat and I was like, what the hell? And then we start talking. That like, was hey, 2017? Yes, girl. So then we start talking like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hey, I'm good. Well, catching up or whatever. And then we hang out and from that moment on we were like inseparable mm-hmm. and um i always joke because i tell him like when i met lucas in 2013 he was like palo super super skinny and i broke up with him <laughs> uninterested uninterested but like when i met lucas in 2017 he was like a little a little fuller and i was like damelo <laughs> come over here come over here and then i married him <laughs> what do you have to say about that lucas Tell your side of the story. Come on. We're giving you the the mic. Set the record straight. (laughs) No, that's a good summary. Um, Home Depot times, I was very cocky. I was very full of myself. Oh, get it. It's I was skinny. I wasn't a palito, but I was built. I had been training with the fire department for a long time. So I was cut up. Like I looked good and I felt myself. I was feeling myself a little too much. As you should. Yeah, it was a little too much though. But I would walk around like trying to show off. Like whenever I'd see her, I would pick up doors from the return area, throw them over my shoulder and just walk it to back to my department instead of getting carts and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, Do you I'm remember, a- he said, he said, I'm going to show all these little bitches that I can carry this shit and not use some fucking carritos. Uh, I would carry those doors like if I would be carrying you trying to show you what was the future. Oh, and I would go to Hyrule and I'd be like, bitch, he carries those doors like he can pick me up. No problem. Once again, everyone, this is the reading. <laughs> reading <laughs> <laughs> part of the podcast episode <laughs> but yeah, you, like those videos on tiktok of that those guys picking up the sofas 
Oh yeah, I want a man, a big man. Yeah, <laughs> I always like them. I'm like, yes, me too, me too, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's basically what happened, like how we came to be together. And um, what was your point, babe? What were you saying? I don't remember. I got ADHD. You lost me. <laughs> he was saying that like he has changed significantly in those right, 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 we were right. Together, the um, time that you were first together from the time that you met up again. Yeah, yeah, definitely changed, and I feel like I've changed too as a person. Like when we first, first got together, I didn't have like life experience. So my view was very like narrow. And then when we came to be together again in 2017, I had gone through a lot at that point in my life. So I, I saw things differently in the world. And I feel like that's what allowed me to like be a good partner and finally like be able to like yeah. be a good person to him, you know, because I, I feel like there was a moment where I was kind of a bitch to him in 2013. Would you agree, babe? Absolutely. <laughs> don't say it so fast. Fuck. <laughs> oh, don't, ag- don't agree Would that you fast ag- with me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let me think about that. Mm, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, but also Vanessa was having a lot of fun at the time. Mm, I was having a lot of fun. Right? Wait, the first time. Well, the first time, because remember Bob and I dated in up until like around that time we broke up right before lucas and i met right and that was like the first time that i was an adult and single and like we were starting to all go out places and starting to like experience life so i was like super excited to like be out there and have fun and not have to be for lack of a better word like tied to someone you know right and then we and i had like just lost a bunch of weight and i was like thin and like i was starting to get attention so like lucas giving me attention in 2013 was like so foreign to me because he was so good looking and like just a good looking guy and i was like what the hell only ugly guys like me (laughs) well that's what it was like only ugly guys were like into me right and so i was like what the fuck this guy's hot and he's like all into me and he wants me and um it was fun but lucas didn't talk he was just fucking boring sorry babe but you're fucking boring dude (laughs) i was very quiet back then i was really shy kid like i looked good i would have people want to come up and talk to me and i just wouldn't say a fucking word i couldn't get a word out i don't know where that what do you i know i was gonna say where do you think that changed were you in between i went through i went through a whole shit show after that like i tried dating a little bit it just didn't really work for me it's i've never been big on dating or like going out I, I focused a lot more on my jobs on my work and well for any ladies listening there is nice guys out there first and foremost i was one of them for a while and had- <laughs> but are you staring at me like that because you're saying it like it's Vanessa. a fucking advertisement no. so bitches are gonna be like oh lucas is a nice guy let me hit him up no <laughs> let me explain my story sorry go ahead <laughs> so the fact that i was a nice guy too nice though to the point that it wasn't like people think it wasn't believable all my relationships lasted anywhere from like two months three months tops it got to a point that i started becoming into a fuck boy almost like i started not really giving a shit just because the fact that i was getting taken advantage of so every time like i'd be the nice guys and the other i started getting taken advantage of and then i got tired of it i did the fuck boy thing for a little bit and it wasn't my scene that's when i got into emt for my job and i just started focusing on that honestly during, during the three years i was working i didn't date anyone i was working 90 hours a week and i would just go home sleep and go back to work bitch what yeah i was doing 
90 hour weeks back then and that's all i did i wouldn't talk to anyone i would chat a little bit like tinder or something like that but it never went anywhere well dating in general from 20 20 what was it 2013 14 to now i feel like has changed so much oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah but i think i think going through those those situations like make us realize i mean obviously it helps us realize what we want what we don't want what we expect what not to expect type of thing yeah you know and that makes it better the experience i guess what would you say was like the most difficult aspect of dating before i don't know i mean the biggest thing for me was just trying to find a time for it because i would purposely not let myself have time so do you think that it was like you would purposely not have time for it because you were so focused on your job or do you think you focused on your job because you were scared of dating i focused on my job because i was scared of dating so about a year and a half before we actually started talking again i had started talking to one girl from tinder and we started dating we dated for about a month or two and then i ended up finding out that she was still with her boyfriend so it turns out i was being her side dick and she was cheating on me it was a whole fucking mess and i called her out for that shit again i had a I became a, I became a toxic girl. I made a little I made a fake Instagram account to follow okay. her on, and I saw the picture she was posting because she had blocked me, and she said like, "Oh, my parents took my phone and blocked you or whatever." And I added her with the other account, and I started taking pictures with her boyfriend in freaking uh, Disneyland. Mm. So at that point, that's when I gave up on dating. Bad it was bad. about a year and a half. I got tired of it. I'm like, I'm done trying to get hurt and shit. I quit on dating. I focused on my job, and I figured I'm like, you know what? I try so hard to find someone that it doesn't work. I'm just gonna focus on myself, focus on my future, and the right person will come into my life on their own. Oh, get it. I figured I had you... to learn how to love myself first. <gasps> That's wow. right. Preach. Were you um giving it up? Were you having sex with her? I did. <gasps> Don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Not me putting everything out on the table. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I already knew that. <laughs> no, that's and that's why like it hurts so bad. The fact that like, it was uh, it, I had felt taken advantage from other girls before, but this is the one that really hit bad. Just because the fact that like we had had sex, like I thought it was a serious relationship was going somewhere, and then I kind of find out like she was just playing me. I hate that everyone's like, oh, I want a nice guy, I want a nice guy, and then like they find a nice guy and they treat him like shit. But all, it happens the other way around, and it's like, hello. <laughs> it's if you really think about it, it's a fucking cycle. Just say we start with the nice guy. This nice guy gets fucked over by girls that have been fucked over by fuckboys. Nice guy becomes a fuckboy, fucks over nice girls. Nice girl fuck over another nice guy. And it's a fucking cycle. It never stops. <gasps> I never thought of it that way. Not Lucas cracking the code. <laughs> I know. Everyone's jaded. <laughs> Why do some people get mad at their ex's ex? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, bitch. I feel triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel triggered. I mean, th- there's a lot of good reasons sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it depends on the situation because, like, I fucking hate one of her exes. I was about to be like, which one? Same. <laughs> I'm like, same. Get in line, bud. Everybody does. Get in line. Everybody does. Like, Lucas is looking at me like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sorry. No, Fuck. I'm, just, I'm just not going to say anything else. Gonna... Next so, question. <laughs> how about them Dodgers? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, What's that, basketball? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, babe. So we've been together for a long time time okay so i asked you what was the hardest thing about dating and your answer was finding the time to date you said no that was what you said no what did he say my excuse was finding the time to actually date like gave myself the time the real reason behind it was just because i didn't want to get hurt again that that was the answer Mm. i feel that it's tough dating like honestly it's a pain in the ass you're always having to figure out what the what the new person likes i know go through i hate going through that whole walk again and again and again trying to figure out like okay what the fuck do you like that was my (laughs) next question so you don't like the like aspect of dating and meeting new people and finding out no i hate 
appreciate that. I love that. I love the dating phase of a relationship where like everything is new and it's like butterflies and it's like, he texted me and oh my gosh. And like, you're going to get ready for a date. And it's like, oh, I have to look cute. And then you get in his car and it's like, it smells like cologne. I love that. I love the like, I can see that. The little cutesy things. I just feel like when you're first, first meeting someone, they put their best foot forward. So that's like extra like attention, extra nice. Well, let me reiterate my answer. (laughs) I got lost. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the dating, having to learn any shit when it's someone that doesn't tell you what they like. So you have to like fish around and beat around the bush trying to figure out, okay, do you like this? Do you like that? I don't like that. I like straightforward, not being around the bush. Like, this is what I like. This is how I want it. Cool. Let's do that. That's still learning. I'm still finding out new things about them, but I'm not having to do all that extra work. I think what you're trying to say is that you hate when someone doesn't communicate what they want and what they're feeling. Which is really funny for Lucas to say because (laughs) he was one of those people that didn't communicate what he wanted, didn't communicate what he was feeling. Like we, it was like pulling teeth. That's why I tell, that's why I say like Lucas is fucking boring. It wasn't because he was just like dull. It was because he didn't speak. Like I would ask him in 2013, I would, I tell the story. In 2013, back in my day. I tell the story about um, a date that we went on in 2013. So he picks me up and we're in the car and I was like, where are we going? And he's like, we're going to go to the Santa Monica Pier. So we go to the, we're on the way to the pier and in the car, there's like no music playing, silence. And then I'm like, how was your day? And he goes, good. And I was like, oh yeah, what did you do today? And he's like, um, worked. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like, how was your day? And I was like, oh, it's good. I went to school and then I did this and I woke up and I went here and blah, blah, blah. blah and I did it. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this guy does not like me. He does not want to talk to me. So we get to the pier and then he's like, will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> and I was like, you don't even know me. What's my last name? No, you asked me what your middle name was. And you didn't know the answer. I didn't fucking know it. You didn't know the answer. So like, it's really funny that he's like, I don't like people that communicate, that don't communicate because that was him. I feel cool. like but you can get it caught up into that now, like that think overthinking, like, do I ask? Do I not ask? Are they going to say? Are they not? Like, like, what do I ask? How do I ask? Like type of thing. Is the thing I had is my shyness was due to the fact that I was very self-conscious about myself and I didn't want to say something stupid so instead of saying something stupid i just wouldn't fucking say anything he's saying nothing at all (laughs) he's giving me absolutely nothing i don't know what i was expecting (laughs) (laughs) so you basically don't like when people don't communicate yeah no i'm big on communication now are you like someone that thrives in a relationship are you someone that can thrive on your own i think i thrive in both but it's just different so on my own it's more like hanging out with my friends like living my own life like just doing things that i find fun but i love being in a relationship and getting to share my time with someone else and getting to share like the things that i love in my life when so with someone else okay hi are you someone that thrives in a relationship or thrives on your own and i mean it in the sense of like when you look at yourself single and then you look at yourself in a relationship do you feel like you accomplish more or you are able to get like further in life or able to like succeed more and do more things or like are you happier i feel like um i thrive more alone Mm. i feel like um I don't know. I, I can't really explain why. I feel like I have an idea why, but I don't know if, if it sounds like pretentious or like <laughs> I'm expecting too much of people type of thing. 
But like, I don't know. I feel like my brain goes like 3,000 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get so much done that when someone like comes in and tries to slow me down, it's like, I like swerve type of thing where I'm like, oh my God, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it throws me off a lot. Like my, like if someone can meet me like at my speed, then it's like, now we're talking, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The thing is relationships do slow you down though a little bit. And it's not a bad thing at the same time hold on explain that why do relationships slow you down think about just just why career-wise like say if we weren't dating right now or if we weren't married right now we weren't together we were single i would be working real estate i'd get out of my job and i'd go directly to my real estate thing and be there till nightfall every single day laser focus just into career but i wouldn't have a personal life okay i can see see that that. but let me play devil's advocate for a second here yeah you would have the freedom to work you know real estate till like the wee hours of the morning right yeah i get that but if we hadn't been in a, in a relationship do you think that you would have even taken the plunge to do real estate i don't think so just because i learned a lot of, okay, okay. <laughs> i learned a lot of my communication from my relationship like i was a better communicator when we first started talking again but it's improved drastically over the last five years i agree okay. yeah okay that okay and i just feel having that. Her, that and then just having her your backing too like having that support behind me telling me that i can do it building my confidence up a little more like that's what helped me go over the bump and actually go and try and do it okay i mean i know what you're saying <laughs> i was like but i don't agree <laughs> no 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 i i mean I, like that that's a thing like that fine line where i can't really explain what it is type of thing i'm not saying i want to be alone forever like that's not what i want i just want it to be something where it's flowing like a flowy situation yeah bitch don't ask me that question next i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about being married because being married is like there's dating and then there's like like marriage which is a whole nother fucking realm in itself right let's take it back to the right before we got married did you think that you had it all figured out marriage i thought it was gonna be simple yeah. honestly yeah. i thought it was gonna be easy like we were dating we were fine everything was good and then we got married and it was interesting what do you mean interesting it's just it changes everything in your life like you go to a point like it's a it's a little bit of a shock actually because you go from being independent making your own decisions in this life like your parents are not in charge of anymore so you're spending your money how you want you're doing what you want you're not checking in with people and then all of a sudden once you're married like you have to make those decisions with someone else you have to compromise on things you can't always have what you want the way you want it when you want it and just getting used to like being able to compromise like that and make decisions that are not just good for yourself but good for your partner as well is that's something that's a bit of a learning curve yeah i would agree because like right before lucas and i got married i was convinced that i knew like i had it down i was like yeah this simple this is gonna be so easy easy we get along we love each other you know we're we're gonna be perfect and I remember leading up to like getting married the people around me were like marriage is hard dude like marriage is really hard like you know I hope that you like you're sure because I mean Lucas and I got married not to say Lucas looking about like who the fuck said that like I want names no not to say that anyone like tried to deter me from getting married I have a list here (laughs) (laughs) but it was like Lucas and I started dating in like I would say officially as a couple December of 2017 and we got engaged April of 2018 so it was kind of like I remember Mm -hmm. really really quickly right and from that moment on to like leading up to our wedding yes everyone was happy for us but they were also very like you know what you're doing right like you're sure right like we're happy for you you look really happy but like 
you're sure though, right? You know? And I remember people would tell me like, marriage is really hard, Vanessa. So like, make sure that you're, you're sure. Like he's a good person and we really like him for you, but like, just make sure that, you know, you're positive. I would always think like, I'm going to be fine because these people in my life that I've seen, like their relationships, they don't, they hated each other. You know, like it was an unhealthy relationship. My, I love Lucas. Like it's going to be different. And then we get married (laughs) and I was like, holy shit, this shit is hard life said snatch your wig bitch <laughs> I know. and and we didn't move in together until like what three weeks before our wedding yeah about three weeks before so it wasn't a lot of Damn, adjusting I remember time that. yeah it was like it happened really fast like from like dating to getting engaged and then like a year and a half of planning and and then we then we're married and we're living together and it was like little things like cleaning the house finances and when do we get to spend this and who gets to spend that and and like bills who's gonna be in charge of paying the bills and like like the everyday stuff that our small little things can lead to big problems you know and I definitely think that like I didn't know what the fuck I was getting myself into what would you say was like the biggest lesson or the hardest thing to learn I think the hardest thing was just the communication yeah honestly like we were good at communicating as far as talking like normal day-to-day stuff but learning how to express our feelings to each other and then learning the type of love that we each needed was the part that was a little more difficult yeah i mean we went through our marriage counseling and that actually helped out a lot trying to figure out what type of what is it there's five types of love the or, love which love language yeah we have. The love languages and figuring out each other's love languages that actually improved significantly yeah i, I have the this. Uh-huh, go ahead i was gonna say i have the don't be annoying love language <laughs> stupid bitch i think i have that one too <laughs> <laughs> No, I I would say that like it gave us kind of a a view into each other, like what we need. Communication was one of the the biggest hurdles that we had to overcome. Also, like being humble and accepting that like we're not always right and we sometimes need help. And like, wait, you have to do that? Well, yeah, bitch. That's why you're unhappy. (laughs) Um, This is when I log off. (laughs) (laughs) Like learning to accept that you need help, you know, like. I know that. I don't know what to say to you, girl. I think it works with someone who's willing to put in the work in that aspect. Yeah, definitely. Well, being in a relationship, like a really committed relationship, it requires effort from both parties at all times. We were talking about this earlier, just before we logged onto the the call. I he was he asked me like, what was the biggest lesson that you learned in the three years we've been married? And that my answer was like, marriage requires a hundred percent effort all the time. And he was like, gee, thanks, blah blah blah. Like it's hard work to be married to me no it's not that like (laughs) you know I used to always say that like when it's right it should be effortless and yes that's true to an extent but like loving you is effortless being in love with you wanting to be with you that's that's comes easy but like Mm -hmm. putting the work in the relationship to make it work like to make us both happy make us both successful wake up every day and make us both like compromise and that we both are like getting along and enjoying life and living the fullest of our lives together 
together, that's constant work. And it requires like us to be humble and to understand that we're sometimes wrong and understand that like we need to be vulnerable to the other person, which I have a lot of trouble doing, you know, and honesty. That's that stuff doesn't come easy, especially people like like us, the three of us that have been like through traumatic experiences in life. We've learned to like put a wall up. But if you want to have like a successful relationship with someone to that person, your walls need to come down. And that's what requires constant effort to be that, you, uh, that partner to someone. You saying that I have to admit that I'm not perfect is making me want to puke right now. <laughs> it's giving you gas. <laughs> it's giving me gas and I might be turning green. Okay. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Yes. No, but I mean, I, I can see it from the other side of being in a re- relationship right now. I'm all stressed. <laughs> no, that like going from uh, like being together for a long time and then going into marriage, like you get comfortable being together as boyfriend and girlfriend and then going into a marriage. It's like giving me anxiety. <laughs> I think it's a serious decision going into marriage. It's not something to be taken lightly. It's at least in my eyes, like in my idea, my ideology is once I got married that was it like i'm not not in a bad way let me explain she's putting she's making (laughs) i mean he was like that was it (laughs) that was it my life is over (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm like cut scene done (laughs) (laughs) no i mean like that was it like i'm not gonna be going for another relationship or divorce anything like that divorce isn't an option it's the reason i got married is because i knew who i wanted to get married to i was confident in my decision and it's not something that i knew would ever waver and i'm willing to put in the effort for the rest of my life but i have to make sure that it works out it's there's not an option for divorce like we joke around about it sometimes just messing around it's like you're not gonna divorce my ass like we both go about back and forth saying it's just goofing off but it's true at the end of the day we're not gonna get a divorce if there's rocky times we'll work on it and we'll fix our communication and we'll put in the effort both of us because we want this to succeed yeah yeah it sounds like you got the commitment part down yeah me on the other hand (laughs) 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 damn not me roasting myself this whole episode <laughs> Bitch, you're committed to something. Being a hoe, myself. <laughs> you're committed to yourself, and that's all the commitment that you need, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's a commitment it requires complete complete dedication i would say yeah dedication a lot of trust you have to make you have to leave yourself vulnerable and allow the other person into your heart into your life fully and you're giving up all control for, well not not all control but like <laughs> you're like I'm, putting I'm myself you're putting your your heart in someone else's hands and that's like very that's scary it's scary there you go yeah it's a very scary thing to do because you're trusting someone else with your heart and and your life basically it's there's a lot that goes into marriage it's not just sharing your time with another person you're starting to figure out bills where you're living everything like you're sharing everything that used to be just yourself or your own and you're having to share that with another person and be able to bounce off each other and mm-hmm. not everyone can do that it's like how Hiro's saying they think they're getting they get into a marriage and they're like cool we made it but in reality that's that's just the start of your relationship right there yeah yeah that's crazy um like it's crazy to think about because because it's like it's true it's like the the start of the real like test of your of your relationship yeah exactly do you think that there should be that difference from like dating to marriage because i know people have made it so many years just dating like being together and then again they get married and then it's like okay well now we're fucked you know type of thing i think it just depends on like the relationship because i mean i've seen people where they're not married and they're together for decades and decades and they work but then 
I've seen people where they get married and like within six months, they hate each other and get a divorce. So I, I definitely think that it just like depends on the relationship, you know? I just want I just want I just want to know what that like chemical is that once you sign a paper and you have a party it's after like a, it, it's, it's like, like a drug what you the take. Fuck? Yeah, it's like, what I the hate, fuck? wait a minute. I hate this person. <laughs> it's so weird, though, right? Like it shouldn't speaking in like human living terms, like y- yeah. your life isn't different. Technically, you're still hanging out with each other. You're still sharing experiences with each other. For some people who are boyfriend and girlfriend in the same house living together, I yeah. mean, nothing's changed. So what's the, what's the change from like signing a paper and like doing a ceremony to, you know? Yeah. What would you say, babe, is like the biggest advice you can give to another couple before they like get married? I think the biggest thing is just communicate as much as you can about everything, like the plan, expectations. One of the big ones is move in together first, I would say. Like see how living together works. Yeah. Because I mean, people, you're raised from two different homes. So you don't know how the other person is. Like we had that issue when we got to, when we moved in together that Vanessa came from a home where her mom had her cleaning all the time and I came from a home where my mom didn't work so she was at home cleaning doing our laundry cooking and we didn't have to lift a finger around the house so me moving in with Vanessa like it was a big issue because she would be doing the cleaning and I would have a hard time keeping up or trying to help her out with it like I wasn't in the headspace to be like man I gotta clean now like I didn't like it Mm -hmm. so I mean that caused a big issue yeah it did so moving in together is one of the biggest ones I think that would help ways like immensely figure out if it's gonna work out or not or what you need to work on at least yeah it kind of gives you a sense of like what not fully but like what a glimpse of what is to come you know oh bitch i'm out (laughs) (laughs) i think my biggest advice for some like another couple gonna get married or whatever see a marriage counselor before you get married because you learn to like deal with problems before they arise communication is always something that you can improve on always so like you're gonna learn how to communicate how to deal with issues before they even happen that way when you do have problems you can like be ready to tackle them together what i'm getting out of all this is that i mean i'm trying to i was just thinking about this like this last week is that no matter like what job what relationship what situation you're gonna get it like you're gonna be going into you're never really ready exactly yeah no i agree getting into that mentality i think will make a lot of people's life experience smoother yeah yeah definitely yeah so thanks babe for being on the podcast i really enjoyed these like two episodes with him it's a different perspective that i think we needed yeah yeah cool so what did you think it was fun i liked it lucas thinks that he's gonna be like a permanent guest on the (laughs) on the pod now he's like getting used to this is this my he's like is this my mic no what's it called when the when they get shows in vegas a residency a residency yeah. <laughs> residency on the pod am i getting off residency up in here no we don't even get paid for this shit yet calm down <laughs> i know okay well thanks follow us on instagram and tiktok instagram it's heybitch.podcast and tiktok yep. it's at hey bitch podcast yes and i'm gonna try to do something i haven't told vanessa but i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do something for tiktok that's a little easier than us having to record this but anyway follow us on tiktok at hey bitch podcast and make sure you listen to all our episodes let us know what you think send us messages we appreciate all the messages that you send us and all the feedback it's kind of i mean to me it's exciting yeah to see people like posting like oh my god this episode was so good yeah i get to it's like i yeah. know even when people are 
more like, oh my God, I can't wait to listen. I'm like, yay. Yeah, it's just fun. And um, I mean, it's fun. And I hope Lucas like um enjoyed this experience experience am i saying that right yeah experience yeah it was a definitely a fun experience i was very nervous the first episode but i feel a lot better on this one and for anyone out there looking for a home feel free to follow me on instagram at castro underscore empire that's m-p-r-i-r-e can't even spell it himself. i know i can't even spell it myself anything you need for real estate looking for a house looking to sell i'm here i'm your man i was already gonna plug you in baby Ooh, you didn't have to it. do it yourself oh, okay. he did it himself that's good yeah, i want I, I want to hear her do it. We can get two options. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, babe, for being on the podcast. And anyone looking to buy a home, hit up my man. Because if you buy a home from him, you're helping me live my dream of being a stay-at-home mom. And that's what we're really, really that's looking our goal forward here. to. I want to be a trophy wife. That's what we're really looking forward to. That's <laughs> the goal here. So you're going to follow him. Okay, You're going to go on Instagram mm-hmm. and you're going to click the little search bar and you're going to type in Castro underscore M. Empire. That's M-P-I-R-E. I want a spelling bee when I was younger. So then... <laughs> Then you're going to hit follow and then and you're going to buy a house and that's how it's going to go. Exactly. And then you can find our podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcast, anywhere you find your podcast, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can follow us and subscribe to us. And, you know, thank you for listening. All right. All right. All right. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch.